0: Hello, and welcome to Living Word Ministries, where everyone is a winner. Join us as we rightly divide the word of truth.
1: God is always good. God is always good. What have we been talking about, speaking about faith that works. Amen? That means some faith don't work. Is that right? Last week, we've been talking about faith that works. Let's do a recap. We talked about Faith is of faith is of the spirit. Faith is spiritual. Amen. Our faith will only work when we have what? It starts off. Faith begins with what? Okay. Hearing what? So the foundation of faith is what? The word. The basis of faith is the word. You must hear from God before your faith will begin. Amen? We talked about faith has components. The first is what? Hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing. Your faith begins with the word of God. Before you say you are believing God, you must have heard from God. Amen? So then when you hear from God, what do you do with the word that you have heard? You begin to say it. Another way of saying saying it is begin to meditate on it. You begin to think and believe it. Get it in your spirit. That is the other part of hearing. Faith comes by hearing. And you hear and hear. You confess it. You're saying it. You're saying it. You're saying it. You're saying it to yourself. It's getting into your spirit. Then you get to a place where you now believe. Are you with me? you are fully persuaded. Amen? And then when you are fully persuaded, what do you do? You then speak it. And that's why the Bible says you call the things that are not as though they are. You then speak. You speak what? What word? What word? The word that you're standing on is correct, but you've heard the word that you've, you've, you've heard from God. Are you with me? You see, we're talking about the Bible. But you see, the Bible is written for all of us. But segment of it is written to you at a particular time. Are you with me? So, when you take that word and you begin to meditate and confess it and say it and you're hearing it to, you know, in your spirit, getting in your spirit and you're saying it and saying it you get to a place where now you, what, you speak it out. And that is the believing side of faith. You see, Praise the Lord. Faith is in the realm of the spirit. Are you with me? God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And so it's in the realm of the spirit... That our faith, the faith that we are talking about, this God kind of faith that we are talking about, there is a spiritual side of the world, and there's a physical side. In the physical, there is also faith. I have faith that if I sit on this chair, the chair will be able to hold me up. That's in the physical. But in the realm of the spirit, we speak what God has said to us through his word, and we get to a place where we believe. That what God has said in his word is going to manifest in my life at that time. Are you with me? You see, what, God, what I'm believing God, what I'm confessing may not be what you're confessing. So even though it is for you, it is not for you at that time. And so, when, I, when, when I'm believing God for something, it becomes real to me that it is like in the realm of the spirit, I have it. And so, when I have it, I speak it out. In the name of Jesus, when I speak it out, I begin to live. I don't want to use the word act, it sounds like you are acting. But you begin to 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 live in such a way that you have actually seen it. Are you with me? And this is where I want to I, I want to show this illustration. Praise the Lord. faith sees the unseen in the realm of the physical faith sees in the spirit you see there is something there but you can just about see what is there are you with me but in your, your in the eye of faith you know This is what you are believing God for. And in the eye of faith, you've seen it in the realm of the Spirit. Yes. It may not be very clear. You see, Hebrews 11, it talks about the heroes of faith. They saw the promise as far far off and we are fully persuaded hallelujah you see what you are believing god for afar off or you see it but it's it's in a distance and therefore it's not very clear but because you've seen it in the realm of the spirit you are fully persuaded that which you are seeing it is going to be manifested that it becomes real. Are you with me? You see, just like Elijah, when he called forth a drought, and then he, he said that he sent his uh, servant, go up the sea and see if you see anything. It, he seven came out. No, I don't see anything. He said, Go again. And then he said, Go again. He says, Go again seven times. Anytime he goes, he says, I can't see anything. The seventh time he said, I see a, a cloud like a hand. He said, Come on now, get ready. Go and tell the king to run out. There's going to be an abundance of rain. But it's the stories in 1 Kings 7, 18. But let me tell you something. Elijah the prophet by faith saw rain in the realm of the spirit. Are you with me? He wasn't calling forth rain. He believed that there is going to be rain. And in his faith, he could see the rain. Like you can see that shadow out there but the servant could not see it because the servant cannot see in the realm of the spirit so the servant went seven times and is then the seventh time he saw a hand the hand is in the physical now so now the servant can see it he said come on now there's the rain's coming down hallelujah now the illustration is this when the servant went seven times, it was on the seventh that he saw the physical, tangible hand that there is that rain. When he went the third time, Elijah could have given up. Faith, what's our, our scripture? Hebrews 6.12 through faith and patience. Faith has an endurance. Faith believe and will continue to believe. Faith has no limit of time. That's what Elijah did. If God has spoken to you don't ever give up on God. If God has said it will happen, don't ever give up on God. Because God is so faithful to his word, he has set it above his name. That there is no way that God is going to disappoint your confidence that you've put in him. So faith sees and will continue to see in the realm of the spirit whatever that God has said to you, you continue to hold on to it. It was the seventh time that the servant saw something. The prophet could have given up the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time, the sixth time. But he knew his God. See, if you know the God that you are serving, that is why it is so important that you do not allow somebody to derail you. you cannot put your confidence in someone what did um the, the the demon says to uh, um those um those guys that went and say Paul, um, um, you know, in the name, the sons of Sceva, Sk- he said, in the name of uh, Paul. <laughs> Praise the Lord. In the name of Jesus that Paul says. You can't do that. Paul is saying, in the name of Jesus. Peter says, in the name of Jesus, rise up. Not in the name of Jesus that somebody is serving, but Peter says, In the name of Jesus, that I serve. The demon says, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know, Paul, I know. But who are you? You 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 can't you can't live on someone else's faith. Now, when you get born again, I don't know where I'm going with this, but when you get born again. Listen, you can, you can live on someone's faith for a while. You see, a child has to depend on the parents until they get to a, an a age of accountability. And when they get to that age, and they're still living on the parents, it becomes something cum from. Si, it's not good, is it? There's something wrong. Are you with me? So that's how faith works. Faith, when you get born again, can depend on your, your, your spiritual parents for a while, whilst you're growing up. But it gets to a point, and that, I believe I do that very well, It gets to a point that I I won't let you depend on me. You know, no, there's no matter of let's pray, no. Uh, You know, when you were going to see the the, the sister the other day, I was like, maybe I should pray with him. No, 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 no. Let him go. And whatever, if it works, he is now then trusting his prayers. See, if I if I if I jump in, then we're not sure whose prayer God answered. And it hinder his growing up. So that's why I, I'm not quick to say, let's pray. I want you to pray. And you when you get results, it builds your confidence up. It builds your confidence up. It helps you to be growing. If God answered you and you have another issue, you can then pray because God answered you last time. The pastor prayed, God answered. So I have a problem. Let me go to the pastor again. Listen, listen. sometimes you can pamper your children and spoil them. So it's not everybody that says, come and let's pray, that loves you. Let's go to, uh, let me just say this. You know, in Romans 4, Abraham believed God and it was accredited, accounted to him as what? Righteousness. Abraham, what did he do? He believed God. I want you to know this. Praise the Lord. I want you to know this. Faith. The word faith and believing are the same thing. Different words, but they mean the same. Abraham believed God. You could say Abraham had faith in God. I've studied it. Faith and belief, you can't differentiate it. They are the same thing. I need you to know that. Whenever you see, you know, somebody believe, it means he had faith. Amen. So then, you acting on the word of God that God has done it. You see it in the realm of the spirit. You believe it. You act as if you are seeing it in the physical, and so it shall be. Now, listen here you know, to everything there is a balance. Now, you owe somebody some money and you've promised to pay. Let's just say you owe, you have a bill. You have some bills that you need to pay. All right? Now, you're believing God to help you to pay the bills. Now, your faith is that God is going to provide. The bill needs to be paid in two weeks' time. Somebody comes to you who knows the situation. Charlie, how are you? Cool, man. You know that thing? Have you sorted it out? He's believing God, but he said he sorted it out. So then, so listen. So then, if God was using me to help him, yeah? And he said he sorted it out. Then I must have heard from God wrongly. I, are you with me? I, there is a balance to everything. Yeah, we're talking about faith, and it's the right thing to say, yeah, it's done, because he believed God's going to meet him. But will not it be better to say, I'm believing God? That's not. That's not. You know. That's not lack of faith. That is just saying, I'm believing God. Amen. Yes. So, with, with, what, what you be. You need to know what you're doing. And I, that's why I'm trying to break it down in segments so that you can, you know, you need to understand what is this. This is not just, you know, just say it, somebody say it, so you also say no. You need to really, really, really understand the principles of faith and then work it in your life. Are you, are you with me? So if you have an issue that, you know, b- by his stripes I'm healed. Yes, but then the reality in the physical, you're still not healed. But by his stripes, I'm healed, and I can confess that I'm healed. Are you with me? When it came to over here dealing with finances, I can't say I've paid because I haven't paid. But I can say I'm believing God. Are you? I, am I making sense? So you see, it's not one one principle doesn't apply every situation. Are you with me? Don't don't be confused. What you need to understand is each session has its way. There is a saying, there are many ways of killing a cat, but the end result is the same. Are you with me? You see, even though you may not s- physically see it as in the sense that you see it this way, maybe you're not there. You're, 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 you're the eye of faith, your eye of faith It's not dead that you can see this. But you are in the the arena of confessing, hearing, and hearing, and hearing, enduring, being patient. Well, that doesn't mean you don't have faith. You are in faith. You are in the process of the faith. Are, Are you with me? So... You need to really know what you're doing and where you're at. We're not all the same. We're not all at the same level. And plus, depending on what you are believing God for, sometimes it may be a huge thing that it will take longer. Are you with me? Now, faith is like muscles. You exercise it, and it builds up. Amen. I'm sure. Sorry, Will, but where you are sitting, you know. I'm sure Will's muscles was not like this. This is about six inches. When, when his, when his, his, his parents. When his mother de- de- delivered him. Are you with me? And even growing up, I'm sure it wasn't as big as this. The guy's been pumping some weight. Look at this guy sitting over there, Jim Boy. He's been pumping some weight, and so the muscles grow. Are you with me? Faith is exactly the same way. And in pumping muscles, the longer you do it, the more stronger and bigger your muscles will become. Amen. So in our faith walk, the more we endure and confess, the stronger eventually our faith will become. Faith has its class one and class two, sixth grade. When I say that, you will understand. Class one, class two, you don't understand. That's in Ghana language. But sixth grade and seventh grade, faith, it starts off with, um, you know, first grade, then you build up second grade. So, you know, build up your faith gradually. That's my point. Build up your faith gradually. These chairs... I lift about three together. I lift about three. I'm comfortable to lift up three. If I put four and try to lift up four, I might do my back in. Amen? I might do my back in so I don't attempt to pick four. I'm very comfortable to pick two. No problem. I can... You know, I can stretch and lift up three, but I will not do four. But if I wanted to do four and I start practicing and building up and building up and building up, eventually I'll get to a place where I can actually comfortably do four. Are you with me? That is how our faith works. Don't start off big. Start off small and build your faith up. Praise the Lord. Now, what was I saying, Stephen? So, okay, there's something else I needed to to go over. You know, when you talk about um, Mark 11, if you shall say to this mountain, If you shall say to this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart that those things you say shall come to pass, you shall have whatsoever you say. And then it says, therefore, when you pray. I want you to understand this. There is a big difference between praying and then speaking to your mountains. But they're both faith. It takes faith to speak to the mountain. And then when you pray, you believe that is also faith. Are you with me? So you need to know which you need to know which part you are playing, so to speak. You need to know you you can't you can't You know, you can't go and demand from God. Are you with me? So when you pray, when you ask God for something, but you don't ask the devil for something. When I say for something, you don't ask the devil to take off his hands of your life. You command the devil to take off his hands from your life. And they're both faith. Amen? They're both faith. But you see, when you are commanding, your attitude is different from when you are talking to your father. Hallelujah. See, and this is where people miss it. Yeah, God is not deaf. That we don't need to shout when we pray. But you know, in, in, the, in, the, in, in the scriptures, there is always with a loud voice, the Holy Spirit will minister through people. So there is a balance. It's like you take it here and you put it here, it's wrong. And you take it here and you put it there, it's wrong. So both are right. It's just that when are you and in what situation is that required? There are times that you have to, you, you, you pray quietly. You talk to God quietly. And there are times there is a, a burden in your heart. Yeah, you go, you go, you, 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 you're you praying out. And then all of a sudden, uh, the Holy Spirit just take control. And the voice just all, all of a sudden changes. And it's gone to a loud voice. No screaming. The Holy Spirit is. Through you. Whatever that. I don't know. But I know it happens to me. But when you face a situation. You need to face that situation dead on. Eyeball to eyeball. Authority. Over that power and spirit, soul, and body, you exercise your authority. Listen, spirit, soul, and body, not just spirit, not just soul, and your body as well. In the name of Jesus, get out. The expression speaks for itself. Are you with me? When you are addressing forces of darkness, you need to address them properly. Praise the Lord. So, is that very clear? Speaking and praying, they're both faith. That's what I want you to get. They're both faith. But this faith that talks to God Speak to God and believe because you've 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 heard the you you've had you've had the word of God, you've heard the word of God, you've confessed the word of God. Now you take it to God and say, Father, your word says. And so you have that discussion with your father, and you walk away, and you know it's done. Amen. But before you had that discussion with God, you saw the answer afar off. Are you with me? You saw what you are going to ask him. You saw it with the eye of the spirit. And therefore, when you asked him, you know it is done. Praise the Lord. So then, what what, what is faith? Yeah, we know that. We we you know now faith is the ev- evidence of things f- hoped for. Can you I don't wanna go the whole time without you reading any scripture. So <laughs> read in Hebrews eleven.
0: Oh, what verse please though?
1: One. Just one.
0: Hebrews eleven. One. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Amen. Amen. Faith is
1: the substance of things that you are hoping for. I wanted to the the subs something that you say, well, this thing not have a substance. It means there is, a, it has weight, it has life, it has substance of whatever you are hoping for. And that hope means expectation. So, faith is the substance of things that you are expecting. You see, faith is not hope. If you are in hope, you're not in faith. The hope that if you are in, you're not in faith is the hope that we say, "I hope so." Is he, um, is he is he coming? Well, I hope so. It means that you're not sure. You see, it's one word, but it's used differently. The Bible hope. That is talking about here is what you are expecting. The world hope is, I hope so, unsure. So when I say faith is not hope, that's what I mean. That faith is not, I'm not sure. Faith is sure. Are you with me? Faith is 110% sure that what God has said, he will do. Faith is 110% sure that what God has said, he will do. No matter how long it takes. No matter how long it takes, faith will Bring the manifestation. You see, the evidence of things what hoped for. The evidence of things that you are expecting. Your faith is the evidence. You see, look, look, look at me. Please, look at me. When I'm, when I'm standing here, the evidence of my hope is what I'm seeing there. Are, are you with me? You see, I, I, I have prayed and I'm believing God for a jar. And this jar is my faith is the evidence of the manifestation of that jar, the evidence of my my uh, the evidence of my expectation is my faith. My faith in God is the evidence. When will is believing God to pay the bill? What, what, is, is, what, is, what is the evidence that God has given him that God will do what he has said he will do? The evidence is his faith. His faith in realizing that God is so faithful to him That he's not a man that he should lie. And because God has said it, he is fully persuaded that God will come through for him. That is the evidence of what he's believing God for. Amen. You see, that is why the Bible says in James... A double-minded man, person, cannot receive anything from God. His faith is wavering from one end to the other. When the phone call comes in, when am I getting the money? His faith is wavering. I don't know. Maybe I'd better do something else. That means that there is no evidence... Of what you are believing for. But when you stand in faith. Regardless of the circumstances around you. And listen. When you stand in faith. Regardless of the circumstances around you. God is going to make it happen. But listen. Some people hear the faith message. And they go around. I'm believing God. Praise the Lord. I'm believing God, and they were, you know, uh, eleven o'clock in the morning. I'm believing God. Shakoroto zabrana, monosokoroto zabrana, zabrana. Thank you, Father, for the finances that are coming in. I got my rent paid. I got my bills all paid. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Grain, 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 grain. Hey, Charlie when are you going to bring the money? Oh, praise the Lord. The money is going to come. Don't worry. I'll call you. Praise the Lord. As soon as I get it. Listen, you just sleeping and believing God ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. Are you with me? Now, there are times that circumstance doesn't permit us. But you can't just intentionally be a lazy being and say, I'm believing God. God has given you hands to work. The Bible says, those that do not work must not eat. You can't be a con artist and have a con degree and say you are believing God. It doesn't work that way. You're hard-grafting. And you see, God will make a way for you. He will, he will open doors for you to get jobs in order to pay your bills. But if you want to be lazy and say, I'm believing God, God you, you, you're not believing God. He hasn't promised you that. He hasn't promised you to be lazy and he will pay your bills. He hasn't promised you that. Oh, it's gone quiet on me now. But but you understand where I'm coming from? You understand, well, you know, not where I'm coming from, the truth. That's the truth. Praise the Lord. So we our faith is not hope. Let's talk about some of the hindrance of, of faith. What hinders our faith? Um Fear is the opposite of faith. If you have fear, you don't have faith. If you have faith, then you shouldn't have fear. Amen? The two of them, they never came together to rent one apartment. Faith and fear live in separate homes. Are you with me? So, don't allow faith and fear to live in your dwelling. I mean, in your heart. Let fear. And that's, that is why it is so important for you to stay in the Word. Because fear is also in the Spirit. And you see, it will do everything to get you. Are you with me? It will do Fear will do anything because if he can grab you, if I can grab you, if can get a hold on you, it means that you're not going to be, uh, to be useful in the kingdom. Praise the Lord. So one of the hindrance of faith is fear. Another one is doubt. A double-minded individual cannot see receive anything from God. Praise the Lord. If you are in doubt, you are not in faith. None of this. Rent apartments together. Doubt and faith are two different. Um, they are two different people. Unforgiveness will destroy your faith. Can you read uh, Mark 11, 22 through 25? Mark believe. 11, 22 to
0: 25. So Jesus answered them and said to them, have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he said will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive you and your trespasses.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you. There are th- you see, I, I was talking about doubt, but it says that, that, and does not doubt in his heart. Are you with me? There is an area in our life that we doubt that affect our faith. And there is an area that we doubt that does not affect our faith. Now when you're doubting in your heart and and when the Bible talks about heart, you see it's 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 the area where decisions are made. Out of the abundance of the out of the abundance of the so what you have deposited in your heart. So when that doubt, you see, listen, listen, please look at me. The 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 doubt is not from God. That doubt is from the enemy. He speaks to you, to your your mind. Yeah, the mind gets the information. The mind process the information. Then the the the, the, the then the heart makes a choice. Yeah? Then a choice is made whether it is rejected or accepted. But the processing is in the mind. That is why it is important for us to fill our mind with the word. So, when we are processing the information, the word of God will supersede the thought that is coming to us. Amen? Now, the heart accepts the information of doubt than faith. Yes. relinquish. Faith doesn't work anymore because the heart has accepted. That's a decision has been taken. Are you with me? So then you can go about, yeah, thank you, Father. My finances is paid. I'm healed in the name of Jesus. But in your heart, you are doubting. You can make all the confessions. But deep down in your heart, you are doubting. How is it, Charlie? And when the guys meet, you can talk the same talk. Yeah, man. It's all right. It's all cool. Yeah. Yeah, Yes, you know, everything's paid. You can do all the talk. But deep in your heart. You you, you know, you process it and say, oh no, it can't happen. It can't happen, but I'm going to try. You see, you can't try faith. Amen? You cannot try faith. Praise the Lord. So, you're either in faith or you're out of faith. You're either in faith or you're out of faith. So, doubt in the heart. And then, when you pray, forgive. When you pray, forgive. And we know that the Bible tells us that if, you, you're, if, you're, go, if you're going to the altar, if you're going to pray, and you remember that somebody has wronged you, go to the person and, conf- you know, make up with the person. Amen? We know know that. And, you know, it didn't say if you have wronged somebody, then go make it up. So, we need, you know, unforgiveness will hinder our faith. Amen? You see... If, if you take it in its, in its proper manner, in its proper way, you are going to God. Let's just say, praise the Lord, listen, look at me. Let's just say, this is the altar, this is where God dwells, right? And you are going to God. You get up here, right, and there is a barrier, the barrier is telling you to let go, drop all the issues that you have with so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. And so and so. But you see, you don't, you're refusing to drop them. And so then what you do is you just stand here and just talk to God. Now, God says that, come to me. Come on, let's have a discussion. And though your sins are like scarlet, they will be white as snow. God wants you to come to his presence. I mean, come on now. We, we, we're human beings. Let's just, come on. I mean, is it good for you to be, you know, somebody's out there and you're shouting at them? Is that is that proper? But We don't want to go to God because we don't want to unload our weight. And we know that we can't take our weight into his presence, so then we might as well do it here. And then when we do it here, we walk back, we say we have prayed. And then we wonder why our prayers have not been answered. You never prayed in the first place. Well, you said I prayed. Yeah, you talk but you didn't talk to God because you, you were disqualified in his presence. He didn't disqualify you. You disqualify yourself. These are the things that hinders our faith. Amen. It's easy for us to study Ma- uh, Mark 11, 23, and 24. But we don't want to touch the 25. When you pray, forgive. Unforgiveness is a hindrance to our faith. Amen. Um, the other thing is impatience. Through faith, And patience, they inherit the promise. Through faith and impatience, they inherit no promise. Through faith and patience, they inherit the promise. That's Hebrew, that's our scripture for the series, Hebrews 6 12. But then the Bible also tells us through faith and impatience, they inherit no promise. That's my version. Are you with me? If through faith and patience they inherit the promise, surely the impatient comes in, there will be no promise. Because you see, because of your impatient, how, how, how do I, impatiently, thank you, through their impartiality, <laughs> no. <laughs> I can make my own word. Savior, what do you think? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> eh eh? Is, is that cool? <laughs> you know, they will inherit no promise. Praise the Lord. They will inherit no promise. Now, we're going to round up soon. Galatians 5, six.
0: Galatians 5.6. Galatians 5.6 reads, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything but faith working through love. Amen. Amen. <coughs> Listen, one of the hindrances of
1: our faith is what? No, read the scripture again. It says that, uh, you know, for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision ab- uh, avails anything but faith working through love so what's the hindrance of faith lack. lack of love i know you're clever lack of love you see people that god use and 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 god used them to uh, to to help a lot of people in the area of miracles and, 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 and all this stuff. Listen, those people have a burden for people. Are you with me? Now, people that God don't use and then end up conjuring, manufacturing miracles is because they are self-centered. If if you want God to heal so that everybody will see what an awesome prophet or you know what an awesome person or you know what you know how great you are God won't use you. Because you see, he will not share his glory with anyone. It is God. Yeah, yeah. That 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 that's what I'm saying. You either conjure it up, manufacture it, but they am from God. I, I I. This is just a good good place to say this. You know, um, P- brother Alex mother, Yeah. One day we were doing a prayer line here. And uh, the mother, the the woman, got up from the wheelchair and walked. Do you remember? Do you, yeah, and, and she was dancing. Man, what an opportunity! If we had a camera there to see that Pastor Charles prayed and somebody from a wheelchair walk, got up and walked. That's what they do. I, 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 are you are you with me? Do you understand where I'm coming from? A, a lot of them, listen. A lot of them are not miracles; they are manufactured. Those, those, those that are, those that are looking for glory, God don't use them. He will share His glory with no man. Brother Hagin says. Brother Hagen says that. He prayed for somebody and the person come and sharing, oh, and Brother Hagen prayed and I, you know, Brother Hagen healed me. He says, no, no, no. I I couldn't heal a chicken. It's God that healed. He would take no glory. Brother Hagen would take no glory. Are you with me? So what, What I'm saying is faith and love They are married. And out of the heart of love, faith works. If you are exercising your faith, it's because you have love for the people. If you are fasting and praying that God should use you to to, to do something, it's not because so that you will be uh, that. No, no, no! But that God, the, the people will be blessed. Are, are you with me? So, we that are in the, you know, in the line. And it applies to everybody. You know, the Bible says, "Don't let your right hand see what the left hand do," and therefore, then people get it wrong. They don't even want to pay tithes and put their name down. You know, you go to the extreme one way. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. But we need to understand that in the midst of it all, there is truth. There is truth, and we must pursue it. Whatever that you do must be out of the heart of love. You cannot... Be in the ministry. You cannot be born again. You cannot be a child of God. And love is not the foundation of your work. Everything that you do. You know people that give their time, service and everything. It's not because they are looking for glory. It's love. The love of God compels them. The love of God will not allow them to withdraw themselves. And I thank God for the love of God that we have here. I know that you don't come here because of me. As handsome as I may look, I know you're not here because of me. It is the love of God that is in you that propels you. Praise the Lord. So one of the hindrances of faith is lack of love. And the Bible says... Beloved, let us love. For love is of God. And they that do not love, they dwell unblessed. You cannot be unloving and be blessed. Praise the Lord. (laughs)
0: you for listening join us for our weekly sunday service at 10:30 a.m at 336 brixton road we hope you were blessed